0: Thanks for listening to the Stand With Us podcast. Here at Stand With Us, we're cheering on Team Israel in the Tokyo 2021 Olympics. And so here's a conversation I had a little while ago with Israel's judo champion, Sagi Muki. Enjoy and go Team Israel. From Tokyo to Abu Dhabi, meet the man who gets the gold. We're live with Israel's judo champion, Sagi Muki. I'm Michael Dixon, and this is Stand With Us Connect. Hello and welcome to Stand With Us Connect. We're coming to you live from Israel. Thank you so much for joining us. I hope that you're well wherever you are. And as you know, Stand With Us is working around the clock supporting Israel and fighting anti-Semitism. It's great as always to connect with you. We have another great show for you today. Coming up, I'll be joined by Israeli judo champion, Sagi Muki. Now our show today is part of a brand new platform Stand With Us TV. What is Stand With Us TV, I hear you ask? Well, let's take a look.
1: When COVID 19 hit, we launched live shows on Zoom, broadcasting over 30 times. With some amazing guests, our shows were being viewed 1 million times. Now, it's time to take it to the next level. Presenting Stand With Us TV. Harnessing the power of our social media, which reaches millions every week, we'll be bringing you brand new shows every week. We will uncover amazing stories related to Israel and the Jewish people. We will take you to historical sites all over Israel. We will help you find answers to the toughest questions about Israel. We will show you Israel's diversity, so you can get to know the people of our country and we will interview top personalities that you don't want to miss. You get access to all of our quality shows and curated video content. Unlike Zoom, you sign up just once and you have access forever. And it's totally free. If you can't come to Israel, we'll bring Israel to you. Welcome to Stand With Us TV. You can check out all of our video content
0: without any cost at standwithus.tv, but do it straight after the show, not yet, because today's show is streaming all across Stand With Us digital platforms, and it's never been easier to get involved. You can post a comment during the show and it will come up right across the screen, whether you're watching on Facebook or YouTube or Twitter or any other platform. You can also post questions in the comments to be asked live to our guest, so please do get interactive with us today. And don't forget, If you love the work of Stand With Us, you can help support it, help support our work to fight anti-Semitism and support Israel around the world. Go to standwithus.com slash donate to support our work. Now, our guest today is a two-time Israeli judo champion. He won the gold in the under 81 kilogram category at the 2019 World Judo Championships. In addition to being the first Israeli male world champion, he's also a two-time European championship winner. Joining us live, it is my pleasure to welcome Sagi Muki. Sagi, thank you so much for being with us today.
2: Hey, how are you? I am so happy to... be with you because uh, i'm uh, following you and i see all your uh, doing for israel all over the world so god bless you
0: (laughs) thank you so much thank you and how have you been doing during these crazy few months
2: wow i can tell you it wasn't easy for me because in 2019 i was it was amazing gear for me and uh, i became world champion i won four gold medals and the, the hardest tournaments, and uh, two of them, and more two silver medals. So I've been in a good momentum. I fell in a good shape and ready for Tokyo, twenty twenty, th- and then uh, I um, the, then uh, we can see that uh, the Olympics delayed, and uh, it's not that easy for me to to get this uh, to understand this. But uh, you need to face the reality. You need to understand that uh, the Olympic delayed. So a few days, it uh, took me to understand it. But as an athlete, I understand that I need to, to go out from this uh, frustrated and focus on t- Tokyo 2021. So I, I told to myself, I'm still Sagi I have one more year to get better. And now I'm all the way to Tokyo, 2021.
0: That's great, and we will, of course, be cheering you on. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, the entire Israeli national judo men's team went into isolation, bidud as they call it in Israel, including you. So, how is everybody doing?
2: Uh, thank you for asking. Everybody's well. Uh, we've been in a training camp at the north for one week, and one of the guys uh, had a coronavirus. And uh, when well, we did the check, uh, more two guys uh, figure out that they have the corona because they they got it from him. So uh, we are all uh, have been in isolation. I just go went out uh, this Saturday, and uh, but everybody is uh, feeling good. Uh, they also who had the corona, it slowly slowly get uh, behind him. So thank you for asking. Uh, it wasn't that easy uh, because also uh, we've been at home two weeks, uh, I have a backyard. and uh, also on the first uh, lockdown that I had uh, around uh, March, uh, so before they they told uh, they are gonna delay the Olympics so also with the first lockdown, I organized a lot of equipment because I was afraid that I will not run and soon I have the Olympics. so I organized a lot of equipment. And I actually opened the gym at my uh, backyard. So if you want to sign, text me later, and then I'll send you to my gym at my home. Um, so I trained at home, and uh, that's what I did at the installation. So
0: I'll, I'll happily come and work out with you, although I'm not sure how long I'll last. Um, I want to ask. I want to ask you what it's like to represent Israel on the world stage, because I imagine most people watching can only imagine what it's like to win a gold medal for your country when you're abroad representing uh, representing Israel?
2: What does that feel like? To represent a small country in this big world that that brings that uh, takes so much attention. It's uh, first of all, I'm so proud to represent uh, my country because uh, it's not like a, it's not like an American to win in America. Every achievement brings a lot of pride to Israel because we don't have a lot of achievements and uh, the Israeli pride and uh, to hear the anthem all over the world. I feel in a mission. I feel in a mission because uh, we have uh, a lot of uh, tents with a lot of countries. And a lot of countries uh, don't like Israel and want to hide Israel in this world. I can tell you, Iran don't recognize Israel, and there is a lot. Uh, there is some countries that uh, going in this direction. So I'm so proud to represent Israel and feeling a mission and uh, and to see what uh, what it does in Israel and in the Jewish nation all over the world. So so. I feel blessed and uh, I'm very proud.
0: And we're proud of you. Tell us about, there's so much I want to talk about because I want to talk about your career and some of the amazing things that have happened during your career. But let's go back and talk about how you got into all this. Let's talk maybe about your family first. Where your family, you know, originate from and, and, and tell us a little bit about when you were growing up.
2: So my grandfather and, grand- and grandmother from both sides came from Yemen. Uh, they came, and my parents were uh, born in Israel. I uh, born in Etania. I live in Etania now all of my, all of my life. It's actually near to Wingate, uh, where is my training center. And uh, my parents uh, support me all over the way. Uh, since I'm uh, five years old, since I started judo. And uh, on the start, it was as uh, a hobby, but uh, slowly, slowly, it became more professional. I can tell you a story. In the age of eight, uh, my judo club moved from Netanya, from my own city, to Tzoran. So it means it's around 30, 40 minutes drive. Mm. And, and I was training that uh, period four or five times a week. And uh, at the same year, I went to my Netanya football club uh, tests. I make a goal and then they invite me to the, to the, to the team. So I had to choose. In the same year, these two things happens, And my parents came to me and asked me so simply, where do I want to go? When I was eight uh, years old, I didn't know the causes of uh, keep doing with judo. It's uh, a lot of uh, sacrifice for my parents. Uh, I just uh, go with my heart. I choose judo. And from that, my, my father came with me two and a half, three hours every day to the judo club and take uh, take me to there and bring me back, stay with me. And my mom al- always supported me. So the first thing that I did when I came back with the medal from world champion, from world championship in Tokyo, is to put on them the medal because uh, and take a picture of that with them smile. Because I know when uh, next time I had a bad time, maybe injury or... Or, no, I will not have motivation. I will look uh, at my parents. I will remind myself for uh, for who I fight. And uh, this will bring me the motivation so fast.
0: <laughs> Amazing. And we actually have a little photo here of young. This is young Sagi. Yeah. Judo. How old are you here?
2: I believe around seven. Around six, seven, seven years old. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah, very young. <laughs>
0: and uh, I I heard you talk about, I mean, judo is a sport about values, Uh, so I know that uh, you've spoken in the past about the values, that you you spoke just now about the values that your parents have given you, and in fact, uh, you mentioned that uh, when you used to get a medal as a child, your father would tell you something. What would he tell you?
2: Yes, actually, as a kid, uh, I went on some podiums, and I got medals, and every time I... I came to my father. He always told me. My father and my mother always told me, "Put the medal in the pocket." They didn't want me. They didn't want the other kids to feel bad that they didn't get a medal. And I was uh, educated on uh, on my parents' values. I think uh, they they were the best parents in the world, and I'm so glad. And I want to say them thank you in this uh, broadcast right now. <laughs> And I,
0: and I know they're watching because your mom already texted me on Instagram to say she's watching. Um, I want to give you a shout out. We've got people who are watching from around the world, Sagi. Uh, we've got here from Belgium, from Brazil, from Mexico, obviously from Israel, from Canada, from the UK, uh, from New York, from Los Angeles. Wow. Yeah, from Costa Rica and more. So please tell us where you're tuning in from. And you can also send us questions, and I'll put them to Sagi at the end of our conversation. Uh, Sagi, so how do you feel when you compete in a country like Abu Dhabi, right? You mentioned countries that may not like Israel so much. Not only did you compete in Abu Dhabi, but we heard the Hatikva played, Israel's national anthem played in Abu Dhabi. How does that feel?
2: Wow. I will take you back a little bit. 2015, it was the first time that I went to Abu Dhabi. A lot of problems uh we face a lot of problems uh with Abu Dhabi. they didn't want us there. they didn't recognize Israel as a country, and when we got there, I was fighting, but without the israeli flag i won I won the bronze medal, and when I go on the podium uh, they put a white patch on the flag in on my chest, and they go on the podium without a flag. The other uh, opponents uh, wore uh, with their flags but uh I remember it was uh, hard for me to fight without my flag because I'm so proud to represent uh, Israel and uh, to all over the world and it's um, it was very hard for me, but it's it's a point that I was I was need for the Olympics at Trio. So I should do that and uh, but we see in two thousand eighteen that uh, I fly there with the flag. I can tell you what happened in 2015. It brought me so much motivation to win there because I knew that I had the opportunity to sound the anthem in an Arab country that didn't recognize us before. Um, and uh, I did it. I, I managed the gold medal. And uh, I'm standing up. All the stadium is standing up for the Tikva. And it was so emotional moment for me, historically moment, because all over the world uh, heard about it. Um, the CNN making an uh, interview with me at the BBC. The prime minister is calling me uh, when I go down uh, the podium and telling me the, that I helped the, the national efforts one week before it was in Oman. And to see the normalization between the country uh, that they didn't recognize us. And now we are fighting the, with the flag and. For the first time, the anthem—it sounds in an Arab country. Who who could think about that? I I don't think I would think about that in when I was fighting without the flag in 2015. But this is amazing. I can see the normalization and understand that uh, the sports is the bridge for uh, is doing what the politics can do. It's the bridge for that. It's connecting nations. It's connecting countries. And I'm so happy that uh, I could help in this. Uh, in this uh, important uh, purpose.
0: And I should tell our audience watching around the world that here in Israel, because of their success, Israeli judokas are celebrities. I mean, you guys are celebs. Your coach, Oren Smadja, Ori Sasson, then Jelbi, Peter Palchik, Tal Flicka, the legendary Yael Arad. I mean, th- these names are, are very well known names in Israel. And you're extremely famous here. And so I wanted to ask you, you know, Israel has had nine Olympic medals and five of them have come from judo. And you're going to be competing, please, God, next year in Tokyo, 2021. What role do Israelis, what role have they played in the history of judo globally? And why is it that in judo, it's in judo that Israel has excelled so much?
2: Uh, I think we have a tradition uh, in the sports. we get a medal from european championships, world championships, also Olympics. We have a tradition and uh, but I think before it we are warriors in our blood. We see israel, we see our history that uh, we didn't give up with all of the world that we going through and uh, I think this is in our blood and when I'm going to fight uh, abroad Israel in the competitions uh, in in everywhere. Uh, I feel in a mission, I feel that uh, I'm fighting not just for me, also for my country, for the Israel and for the Jewish nation. I can tell you that it uh, brings me extra motivation to to win. And I think uh, also, I, I think there is also a good people in a good position that help the judo uh, success. If uh, it's the people uh, that uh, on the, uh, on the Israeli judo federation and uh, also Moshe Ponti and if it's the coach that's Oren Smadja. So they bring us, the, they are guide us and they are behind us and they push us.
0: Amazing yeah. success. Um, we have thousands of people who are watching Sagi. I'll give you more shout outs from Sweden, from South Africa, from Norway, from Washington in the USA, from Mississippi, from Michigan, from Malaysia. So you're right about uh, sport bringing people together. Sweden and Liverpool in the UK. Uh, I'll put your questions to Sagi at the end of our conversation. So please keep telling us where you're tuning in from and give us your questions. We're live and interactive on Stand With Us Connect. Sagi, I want to talk about the famous incident when an Iranian player, uh, Judoka, refused to shake hands with you after your match, uh, which you won. And then after that, you it's reached not the, out. Reina,
2: it's the Egyptian guy.
0: Egyptian, I apologize, yes. Egyptian. Uh, and so, so tell us about that and what the relationship has been uh, since with with players that may come from countries that don't love Israel so much.
2: It's not that easy uh, to see um, people of all the world that uh, don't know me. Uh, the effect from the politics and from what they heard, it's not uh, that. Uh, I don't like to to see that. I like when the sport there is there is no the sport it's need, need to be clean without politics and when the people involved the politics got them to know me and they just uh, don't like me because where I'm from it's this is not my way. And when the Egyptian guy didn't want to shake my hand because I'm Israeli so it was sad for me. It was sad but I still go uh, to shake his hand. It doesn't matter. Who win or lost, uh, I will do it again. I will come and shake his, la- his hand because I will show him uh, the real face of Israel. Uh, it doesn't matter if where I'm from, who you are. Uh, this is judo and this the sport. It's based on this value. You need to respect your opponent, and this is the the values that I also grew at home. And uh, it doesn't matter. Next time we will face. It doesn't matter who win or lost. I will shake his hand. I will go to shake his hand and I will hope he will uh, change his mind uh, next time.
0: We have lots of questions coming in from our audience. I'll ask you one more and then we'll hand over to them. Um, what, so what's to come? What goals have you set yourself for your career?
2: Uh, since I'm a kid, uh, I dream uh, to be on the top of the podium uh, in the hardest competitions in European Championship. Uh, I did it twice in Baku 2015 and in Tel Aviv in 2018. This is the first time that we host a big competition and it's European Championship. And uh, I won the gold medal in front of the Israeli crowd. 5,000 people uh, was c- coming to cheer me. In that day, it was on Friday, and they missed the uh, Friday uh, dinner <laughs> to see me in the finals. And uh, 5,000. 000- thousand people uh, missed this dinner to cheer me and it was amazing uh, to finish on the, with the gold medal and uh, of course world championships uh, that uh, I managed to do gold medal in Tokyo 2019 and uh, of course the Olympics uh, I trained very hard to get uh, to be on, on the top of the podium and uh, uh, I will do everything to be there
0: and you will be You will be. We believe it. Um, Before we go to our audience questions, we have a little uh, surprise. Let's take a look at some video, some highlights from your amazing career so far. goes to Sagimuki of Israel. So I mean I'm getting chills. How does it feel when you watch that back?
2: Uh, it brings me all the emotions that was there. It's amazing feeling. Uh, I can't explain <laughs> to what happens there. To see all the all the Abu Dhabi citizens standing up for the entire country, you think that something you understand that uh, something big happened, and uh, I will keep uh, trying to to do my best, uh, I feel, I told you, I feel an ambassador, uh, not just for Israel, also to the, to the message that I want to spread, spread uh, to this world, the message of peace. We saw the normalization in Abu Dhabi and we saw what happened in the, with the Egyptian guy, but next time I hope we could uh, hug, it doesn't matter, I told you, win or lose. And also uh, we didn't speak about my friend, the Iranian uh, Said Mulai who couldn't fight against me because the government uh, didn't allow him because Iran don't recognize Israel. And uh, each uh, time we could face, they told him to lose purpose. And uh, also in World Championship, he could face me, but uh, they told him, they forced him to lose purpose. And uh, then after the World Championships, he didn't come back to Iran. He, he went to Germany and... Uh, Now he's representing uh, Mongolia. He will not represent uh, Iran in the Olympics. And uh, his family in in Iran, but it's a big story. Uh, um, But we are good friends. And it doesn't matter that he's from Iran. And he's also, also look at me, it doesn't matter I'm from Israel. We could be friends. He's an amazing person. And uh, this friendship is... And um, big message to this world is: doesn't matter where are you from, we can all be friends. It doesn't matter because uh, that you are from Iran. You know, I get a lot of messages from Iranian people, and I see so many Israelis that support Said that uh, what they uh, are going through. It's not that easy to leave your country, to leave your family, and is uh, actually get a lot of uh, 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 messages. Iran, uh, don't make him an uh, easy life. I would say it like that.
0: And we sent him our best. It was an amazing uh, thing to see how your friendship play out on the world stage uh, and, and a real I- inspiration, and example to others. And we send our best to Saeed. What an incredible moment that was. Uh, we have people watching from Finland, from the Cayman Islands, from Northern Ireland, from Boston, from Miami. And we have questions for you, Sagi, from the audience. Um, So I'll give you a first question from Dan. He's in London. And he says, what's your advice on how people can stay active when they're in lockdown during the coronavirus? Uh, What can they do to stay active?
2: Ah, That's a nice question. I can tell you that uh, on the first lockdown in Israel, I started two projects. The first project was to to help the Israeli people and to my followers in Instagram to move themselves, to be more active in the lockdown, because I saw how the people is not doing much because they don't have uh, special equipment and they don't know what to do. And they in front of the TV, they sit on the couch, they lie, they eat, and they are not doing some, such an any activity. So... I was uh, give. I called this project the daily exercise and like, they brought them every day, unique and challenging exercise that uh, they can do with any stuff that they have at home, chair or uh, every stuff that they have at home. And I can tell you that spread. All of Israel, I, a lot of people uh, tag me and uh, taking part in this project. Actually, I still have it on the highlights Instagram, uh, all the exercise that I did. And uh, it looks like we are going to second lockdown. So I think uh, I will uh, keep uh, motivated them and uh, give them some unique exercise that uh, they can do at home. Uh, because it's a uh, hard uh, it's hard to be at home, and you need to be to have this drive. So you heard it here first.
0: You've got no excuse. Follow Sagi on Instagram and uh, do all of his routines. Try and keep up with him. Uh, we have a question here from Sarah in New York. She says, "What age is good for kids, for children, to start training in judo?"
2: Every kid uh, can start in. It's uh, never. It's never too late. Never too early. I think uh, every kid can go to judo if it's ten if he's ten years old or six years old. Uh, I think this sport is uh, is um, inside of him a lot of values of respect and uh, uh, know to respect each other and he's uh, also help helping you with the self-confidence and uh, it's also good for the muscle when you're a kid. I it's it's uh, can, your kid can go in each
0: each uh, age. And my my boys started judo very young. It didn't take them very long to beat their father. Um Sagi, I have more questions from you. Here's Bonnie from Florida, and she says, "How difficult is it going to be to train for another additional year uh, for the Olympics?"
2: Um. It's not that easy because I had a plan after the Olympics. I had a lot of plans. Uh, I had uh, because uh, now I train my one more year and then if I want to keep uh, going for uh, the Olympics at uh, Paris 2024, Mm. I have only three years to prepare for that. And and the holiday that I uh, planned after the Olympics is getting short because now I have less than one year. So for me, uh, I will do everything for my dream. And this is the reality. So the moment I decide that I'm going to it and uh, put all the the frustrated behind me, I'm there. It's not that easy, but this is the reality. And uh, I keep training hard. And I have one more year to be on my best uh, performance in this day.
0: It's a unique challenge this year. Uh, Laura in Mexico City says, who is your number one hero?
2: My number one hero? My dad. (laughs) (laughs) He's special for me because I told you, he took me four or five times a week to to, to train judo and support me all the way. Uh, Stay with me three hours in the training drives me, stay with me and take me back until I got uh, my driving lesson. So his support is uh, and is uh, so meaning for me and and uh, I owe him everything.
0: <laughs> we have a question from Mordi in Los Angeles. He says, do you get a lot of hate online for being Israeli?
2: I can tell you that uh, I get some uh, hard messages uh, from some people also from all over the world, but uh, this is only the, you know, the 10% uh, that uh, extremely uh, to the other side. So I uh, I know it's the don't bother me because uh, I get also a lot of uh, positive messages from all over the world, from a lot of countries, including Arab countries, uh, they'll, They follow me, so I focus on that.
0: That's great. Uh, Omri in Tel Aviv says, if you could compete anywhere in the world or against anyone, where would it take place and who would it be?
2: Um, If I'm choosing a country, it will be Japan. If I'm choosing a guy, I will choose uh, Said Moulai. <laughs> I think uh, the moment we face, it will be an amazing match, not just because uh, uh, he's a strong guy, because uh, this is a victory of the sports on the politics. Uh, this is a big message uh, we can spread to this world, and uh, it will do a big change in this world. And I hope uh, we will face one day. And of course, I want to be on the top of the podium, but the, since we are facing each other, the, the love between us and the, the sport just won.
0: How cool would that be to see you face your Iranian friend on the world stage? I would like to be there and watch that happen. It sounds amazing. So let's hope it can. Um, Alex is in London and she says, or he uh, says, what's the toughest part about being a judoka?
2: There is a lot of uh, we are going through a lot of challenges. I can tell you the biggest challenge that I had in my career was that uh, one month before the Olympics at Rio in 2016. One month before the Olympics, I got two herniated discs to my low back, and mm-hmm. uh, I went to Olympics at Rio as a European champion. I was ranking at third in the world rankingly, so I became as an an athlete that should bring a medal, an Olympic medal, to Israel. lot of expectation from all of Israel and all of the Jewish uh, nation all over the world. And uh, one month uh, before, I get two herniated discs to my low back. Hmm. I tried to do do Judah, but I couldn't. Uh, You can imagine that my mom was uh, put for me socks two weeks before the Olympics. It's crazy to imagine. I got pills. I got uh, physiotherapy. I I went from one doctor to other. And uh, I got two injections to my low backs. So this is, was so frustrated. But something in myself was very optimistic and I still believed in myself because all of my way uh, before and I knew what I can do. And I fly to the Olympics without good preparation. I was uh, on 30% uh, of myself. I couldn't, my mom put me socks (laughs) two weeks before the Olympics. So it's hard to imagine that. But I still believe that I can be on the podium and, uh, I think this optimistic, my, my, my optimistic, uh, helped me to manage to the semi-final to win three fights and, uh, to finish on the fifth place. It wasn't easy for me. Uh, but by the days I understood how big what I did there and what I taken from there. So I got a lot of, uh, meaning after the Olympics, something in, inside of me changed. When I do lectures, one of the kids asked me, Segi, do you think uh, you could be world champion without the uh, what happened in Rio, without your injury? And I thought, wow, this is a good question. I can tell you, I can't answer this because I know from this period I got, I, when I uh, get over that, I understand there's something uh, certain myself that uh, nothing can break me and uh, i felt that i'm getting back much stronger so we can see so i don't know what to tell him Uh, i i didn't have an answer for him
0: (laughs) it's a good answer there was a lot there there was a lot there for us to learn from um aaron is in illinois and he says who is your favorite judoka you might get in trouble now
2: with your friend. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a specific one, but I like the Japanese style. The mm-hmm. Japanese style is amazing. The, the technique is so pure, and uh, actually, they, they are the strongest country in the, the world in judo. And we, we are flying there uh, every year to train and uh, to compete. And I love Japan. The trainings are amazing, the people are amazing, and and, uh, I love to fly there every time again.
0: Well, you're going to fly there next summer when you represent this country, Israel, in the Olympics, and we can't wait for that. Sagi, we're almost out of time. What's your final message for the viewers, the followers of Stand With Us, who support Israel all around the world?
2: First of all, I want to thank you, everyone, for uh, supporting uh, the Israeli people. I can feel all of all of your support uh, with my journey, and uh, I can tell you that uh, I re- I did a, uh, one more project uh, in the, the period with this coronavirus that uh, I put uh, equipment of mine uh, for sale to raise money against the war uh, against the coronavirus. And, uh, I can tell you that I raised up, uh, almost half million shekel and it's around wow. uh, $150,000. And one of the donators that, uh, actually at the top of the cell was, uh, my judo uniform that I was fighting with there in the world championships in Tokyo that with the, this I made an history and, uh, become a world champion. And I was selling there, it there and, uh, he bought there, but, uh, he say, "I bought it. I buy. It, I will buy it in one condition. I want the judo uniform uh, stay with you." He mm-hmm. wanted me to, and this was so <laughs> because uh, it was amazing that uh, he's helping the Israeli people in this uh, hard uh, period of the coronavirus. But he's, he was always, he was also thinking about me. So. This is amazing, and he told me that he's following me for a long of time, uh, for a lot of years, and uh, he told me I want you to know that the Jewish nation is with you all over the world. He wanted to tell me that all over the world you are not alone, and this is amazing. So thank you for uh, your support. I can feel it everywhere in this world, uh, in every competition, and keep doing being the the best, uh, the best nation, the best country, and I'm proud to represent you.
0: Sagi, thank you so much for speaking with us and to the fans of Stan with us, of Israel and of judo all around the world. We take so much pride in you. You're our champion, and I know that everyone watching will be cheering you on throughout your career. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. All the best. Wow, what a champ. Don't forget, you can access all of our shows at our brand new platform, Stand With Us TV. That's at standwithus.tv. Easy, standwithus.tv on your browser or your phone. It was a pleasure to connect with you today, together with the fabulous Stuggy Muki. Uh, if you can't come to Israel, we'll bring Israel to you. Thank you for standing with us, and shalom from Israel.